welcome to the Cheer Up Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Hunt, and with me is the lovely and talented Sherry Swalwell. How are you today, Sherry, this last week in November, I think it is. <laughs> so I know. How are things? Well, I'm absolutely fabulous, as always, because I have started my official month of celebration for Christmas, so I couldn't be happier. I love the way the house looks. I love, we, we decorate, but we decorate simply. Like, I'm not, I'm not an extravagant over-the-top decorator, but it's just enough to make it, to keep the focus where it needs to be. We do the Advent candle every year, which you and I have talked about before, um, and it just, I just love keeping the focus on him. I love Christmas carols. We have been enjoying them since thanks well, since the day after Thanksgiving. Although I have I have one small bone to pick about that. Our Christian radio station has changed their policy. It used to be all Christmas from the day after Thanksgiving until like the day after well, I think they would even do it at the week after Christmas until New Year's Eve. Now they intermix it with regular songs. And that makes me so mad. I'm like, we have one month to enjoy these beautiful Christmas carols. I want all Christmas all the time. I think I need to have a conversation with them because I really, really miss that. They used to do that and then they changed it and it's just not the same. I know, right? And it's like, um, that's just it. it, You know what? And I think, um, and I, 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 because you know, for me, Christmas Technically, as far as preparation for Christmas um, starts in September. I love that about you, by the way. I think that that's really, really cool that you start it so early. And for me, we are family. Well, we're, we're, we're kind of changing up our tradition just a little bit. We used to do it. Um, it was part of our five-day celebration around the whole Thanksgiving weekend. But then we started to do it the weekend before. Um, so it all really depends now because our kids are in so many different schedules and so many different seasons of life. So it all depends now. Every year is, is different and we're learning to be flexible with it. But sometimes we've decorated the weekend before Thanksgiving. And that's just as cool because um, sometimes we get to, you know, celebrate or have Christmas an extra week. But I absolutely love the fact that you start in September decorating for Christmas. I think that is amazing. Yes, I do. And it is just, well, preparing. I start preparing for, like, Christmas. Uh, Let me put it that way. I start decorating October 31. And I know a lot of people probably think, um, well, Kara, that's not that's not Christmas, that's October for one, and then two, October 31, you know, that's um, October 31st, you get, you know, that's like Halloween, and it's like, nope, nope not not here, you know, uh, because, and remember, and we've discussed this, you know, more in depth in previous podcast episodes, how that's my great-grandmother's birthday, you know, and uh, how it was her birthday, uh, she's with the Lord now, and um, she was uh 
play a big part in raising me. And she was born a long time ago in the end of 1800. So she's been gone, you know, uh, quite a long time now. But it's just my way. I always when I when I do that on her birthday, I'm just kind of like always thinking, oh, my goodness, she is going to get such a kick out of this, you know, <laughs> and everything else. But so in September, I'm already thinking, mm, what am I going to put where? What am I going to do? What, you know, and everything else. And then October, I'm like, okay, let's do this. You know, and everything. And so, and with the Christmas music, I almost want to say that I thought our local Christian station one year, and it may have been last year, they actually started playing Christmas music on Halloween. Yay! And I was so excited about that. I know, right? I'm like, finally, thank you. No. (laughs) And because I remember mentioning that to someone, I'm like, wait, is that a Christmas song? You know, uh, so I'm hoping that they do it again this year. And like you say, play Christmas music all the way through, you know, um, and, you know, and things like that. And so it could just be a smooth, you know, um, transition into the holiday, you know. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, like you mentioned before, uh, like we've talked about in previous podcasts, they're like, yeah, but the holidays aren't, I don't want to hear Christmas carols. I need, I need songs that's going to keep me uplifted and giving me hope and, you know, reminding me that I am going to get through this particular trial, you know, in my life. So we know that there are those type of songs as well. Sherry and I are just saying that we, for the Christmas season, for us, we just love to hear those Christmas carols from, well, for me, from September to January. And I think for Sherry, <laughs> you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, right? Yeah, although I I would I would my family I think would prefer to keep it the Thanksgiving to Christmas and honestly I think they like having other songs intermixed in there. But I'm like if you give me a whole month of Christmas songs then come January when we go back to the other songs which you and I both know and I've said this many, many times, music speaks to me. So I love all the other songs, don't get me wrong. But then when they come back, it's like they're brand new again. And it just, it's kind of like that new year, new start, old songs, but a new energy to them. I just love it. But you, having started celebrating or starting preparing for Christmas in September, would you say that that's a good stress that you're under? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, a good stress. And I have to learn how to man. Oh, and for everyone who's listening, <laughs> this is the final episode uh, for the month of November that we are talking about stress. And actually, the name of the series for all of November has been It's a lot. And it's parts one, two, three, four, and five. And we're in the final um, episode of uh, It's a uh, it's a lot. And what we're, and what we've talked about, you know, is just stress, different things about stress, how to handle stress, especially going into like the holidays, like Thanksgiving. So if you want to hear any of those previous podcasts, um, that we covered in, um, the previous ep- episodes we've covered, uh, in November, then please go to your, um, favorite podcast platform. We're there. Or you can even ask Alexa to say, Hey, can you play, you know, um, the Cheer Up podcast? And we're also on social 
social media, and so you can contact us there as well. But we're on all major podcast platforms, so you'll be able to catch up with those episodes as well. And this is the last of the series that we're talking about stress. And um, it's, it's funny that she that Sherry just mentioned, you know, and she was talking about is that uh, a good stress, and it's a very good stress because I get. See, I I haven't, and I think this is what my doctor is kind of working with me on. I haven't figured out how to be excited about something and not let it be stressful at the same time. Does does that make sense? It's like an excited stress, okay? Because, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, it's the time. I get ready to start doing this. I'm going to do that. Oh, make sure I get this on the calendar. And, oh, I got to do that, you know, and everything else. And for some reason, <laughs> with my with my body makeup, when I g- get that excited, it also brings stress. And I'm like, well, shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't I be like, shouldn't I be distressed because I'm excited? But I get so excited, I actually get hyped up. And my body can't tell the difference, you know, and so, and I'm going, oh my word, it's like, how do I get that, ex- can I come up with a word for excited stress, and I think I just made up that phrase, by the way, if there's a doctor, uh, psychiatrist, or psychologist on it, we're like, nope, we've been talking about that for decades, <laughs> You know, so, but it's like um, exit stress, excite stress, whatever. It's like an excited stress. And it's like my body's having a very, it gets confused. It's like, wait, are you, are you excited or are you stressed? You know, and it's, it's like, do we fight or do we flee? Like you were mentioning uh, previously, you know, um, in in previous uh, episodes. And it's, it, it gets that way because I get so excited because I just love it so much, you know, and and things like that. But then it also brings a level of stress with it. And I'm trying to figure out how to balance that all together to where I can be excited, but I don't get stressed. And exactly. You know, and I, and it, with me and right now we're in this holiday season, we're just using that um, as an example. But there's all sorts of excited, you know, stress that, that happens, you know. Think about, because um, um, I also remember when I was pregnant with one of my sons and, you know, the excitement that goes with that. And you're like, oh, new nurse, we got to get the nursery ready, got to get the crib, got to get this, you know, got to paint, got to do this, you know, and everything else. And that I was like, had hypertension during the pregnancy, which is not uncommon in a lot of pregnancies, I know. And it's like, you, you're excited, but it's excited stress. But for some reason, our bodies don't quite know how to deal with, you know, deal with that. And so, and that's what we're going to be talking about today is, you know, how to deal with the good stress. So what are you thinking, Sherry? I completely agree with you. And I think that maybe after, or I'm going to be, I'm, I'm asking the question so that I, I want you to, to weigh in, Kara, but I'm wondering if part of the answer to keeping our body in alignment and where it needs to be is what we do with that good stress. Do we praise God for the blessings that we have? Mm. Do we put it all back in his lap again? So for instance, with your example of having a new baby, do we praise him that the baby is healthy? We thank him ahead of time that the baby is healthy, that we feel the baby moving every day, that we, um, you know, all the different 
things that we can thank him for. Thank you, God, that we have the provision to make a nursery the way that we want to. Thank you, God, that we, um, when I was pregnant with all three of our, well, actually, when I was pregnant with our first, I was given this advice, and then I did it with all three. Um, I was told that any time I had the itch or the urge to buy something new for the baby, buy diapers. And I'll tell you what, it worked because we had so many diapers. Um, <laughs> when the baby was born, it was wonderful because we didn't have to worry about that for, for months and months. But so are we thanking God that we have the provision to buy the diapers and the necessary essentials? Do we thank God that, oh, there was a garage sale right when I needed it. And look at all these things that I'm able to get. Do we thank God for the good stress that is in our life? Ask him to bless it. Invite him in. Ask him to to be in charge. Look at it from that heavenly perspective. I wonder if that would help alleviate the mental, physical, emotional stress that comes with with good things or not. What do you think? Absolutely. And I think that a lot of times as believers, as Christians, and when we're so joyful because something good is happening, we get so excited, you know, and everything else. Like with a new baby, you're just thinking uh, so many things go through your mind in a, in a, in a minute, right? About the new baby, you know, um, and everything. And it's so we get so consumed with the baby, with the birth and the baby and what life is going to be like, how your life is going to change after the baby, that you're right. It's like we forget to just in everyday dealings of the pregnancy, um, the little, the, the, I was going to say little bitty things like feeling the baby move. That's, that's not little. So I'm not going to say that, but feeling the movement of the baby, you know, um, seeing the changes in our body of the baby, you you know, um, having being thankful for the resources, and even the same thing with with me. Like I get so excited, you know, about being able to prepare for the Christmas season. Um, and it's like, Lord, thank you for giving me the resources to be able to get my mom that gift that I was thinking all year. I was like, Oh, I would really love to give her this gift, but how am I going to afford it? And Lord, look what happened. You know, I am able to get that for her. So absolutely, yes. And just taking those times to be able to get thankful, you know, and everything else is balancing out that good stress. And I think a lot of times when it's good, we just forget to do that. You know, and because we become so consumed with what's going on with, with the goodness of it all that we forget to do that. So I do think that it helps with the stress a lot. I absolutely do. And I think if we can take our focus, I know we when so when my husband and I first met, um, I always say that it was like a whirlwind because we we met and started dating one year. The next year we got engaged, the next year we got married, the next year we had our first kid, then we took two years off or a year and a half off, and then we had our second kid. I mean, it was like one thing after another, after another, after another, after another, all good things. Trust me, all good things. But I think that when life happens in that way, I think we can tend to move towards the entitlement that, oh, it's all about me. I'm the one that did this. Look at this. And we forget. And I... I guess I just want to have a nice reminder today as we move into the Christmas season, as we move into celebrating Christ's birth and really thinking about what Christmas is all about. Let's not forget that all good things come from God. All Absolutely. It has nothing to do with anything that we've done. Me meeting my husband, God opened that door. Him asking me to marry him, God opened that door. Us being able to get married in front of family and friends, God opened that door. God provided those resources. God provided that through our parents' love. Having our first child, 
God provided that opportunity. Having our second child, God provided that opportunity. And even with losing, which I don't really mean losing, but temporarily being separated from our third child, God provided that wonderful life and we will see him or her in heaven someday. I have that joyful expectancy that I have another child waiting for me that I haven't been introduced to yet, but you better wait or you better believe I'm excited to find that child, to be introduced to that child and get to spend uninterrupted time away from the stress of the world with that child. And then God blessed us with our fourth child who, as anyone here on earth would say, thinks it's our third, but it's really truly our fourth. So all of those things, all of those wonderful blessings in our life all come from him. And I guess I just want to remind people to keep the focus on God, keep the focus off of ourselves, because it's really not about us at all. It's just truly a way for us to continue that November thankfulness of the blessings that God has provided in our life. And you know what? That's so funny because I remember telling my my boys um, when they were much younger. They're they're grown men now, but when they were uh, younger, as in um, cr- excited about Christmas gifts, younger. Um, so like uh, under the ages of like 12 or so. And I remember, I think one year um, I had mentioned to them, you know what, guys, Christmas is going to be a little bit different this year. Um, you know, Jesus only got three gifts. So I think you guys should get three gifts as well, <laughs> you know, because before I would just be so excited because I wanted to see their faces on Christmas morning, you know, and we would give them, you know, uh, an abundance of gifts or whatever. And I, you know, and I was like, you know what, I think you guys, you know, we could do three, you know, gifts. And I think at first they were kind of like, what? You know, and I was like, yeah, you know, so just three gifts. And um, reading, and I like to hear family um, uh, different stories about Christmas and how they, before they open the gifts, you know, they read a book, they read a, uh, you know, like a Christmas story. You know, um, and things like that to keep the focus on Christmas, you know, and it's uh, even in the decorating, you know, to me when I because like, you know, most Christmas trees, at least the one that I have, it's like the evergreen type of Christmas tree, right? And when I think of evergreen, something that's always the same and never changes, I think of my father God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When I'm stringing Christmas lights, it's like, you know who's the best lights of all? The father of lights, you know, and I love incorporating red, you know, into uh, some of my Christmas decor because, it, you know, it's like the blood of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you're, when you're all of it, all of it is just reminder of, because I know there are some Christians out there that believe that even celebrating Christmas in any way, whether it's giving gifts or whether it's decorating or even acknowledging it is, um, is the word sacrilegious, Sherry? I think yeah. that I, I want to use, okay, and, you know, that they think it's, you, you know, it's, it's, it's sacrilegious in a way, and I don't think of it that way at all, and it's just one more reason, one more season, one more day, one more hour, one more moment that we get to celebrate with the world, with our family, just how, just who God is and about the Savior, uh, of the world, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And during the rest of the year, right? We do it daily. We do it in our devotions. We do it in our private prayers. We do it in our prayer groups and through Bible studies and through a church service. But then, like, that's that certain part of the year where everyone gets involved, right? 
<laughs> you know, right. it's global. You know, and it's like because Christmas is celebrated all across the world. And it's like there's a certain season where it's like, yay, I can do all this with everybody, (laughs) you know, Uh, well, believers at least, because, you know, there are people who celebrate Christmas. They don't believe in Christ. Um, But at least with believers, you're like, I can celebrate with everybody now, (laughs) you know, and and things, you know, like that. And it's just focusing on those good things and even the good the the preparation, uh, the gift shopping, the um, the memories that come with Christmas, um, the, the 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 new babies that have been born in a prior previous in the current year, and the, those that we've lost, all of those things can be good stress and bad stress. But it's once we keep God as the focus, you know, and be be thankful, have like a godly gratitude for the things that have happened, and being thankful for the blessings that we have and the resources that we have, and most of all, just being thankful that we have a Savior who loved us enough to die for us, who was born in a lowly manger. I think. Um, I think the Queen, the King James describes it. Um, I'm not sure. There may be another translation that uses the word lowly. And um, that God loved us so much that he sent his only, forgot, his only begotten son into the world to die for our sins, you know. And that is why we celebrate Easter and then we, the birth of that Savior is why we celebrate Christmas. And it's just so awesome to be able to do it intimately as a family and then to enjoy it um, all over the world. What do you think, Sherry? Oh, I think that you just summed up the series and today's podcast so eloquently, so perfectly. John 16.33, which is the, the main verse and the main theme of the Cheer Up podcast, says that these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Jesus is with us through the good stress, the bad stress, the in-between stress. He is the one that is the fixer. He is the one that is in charge of it all. He's not the one that brought the stress into your life, but he can use that stress to draw you closer to him. He can use that stress to help you grow and mature in your your relationship with him. He can use that stress to help you learn healthy boundaries and ways to to live a healthier, more abundant life so that you can be around to fulfill your purpose, your calling, to be the wife and the mother or the daughter, the sister, the friend that you are, or brother or husband, if there's men that are listening to us too. So, yes, if you need prayer or encouragement as you're turning into and as we're approaching the Christmas season, as we're stepping into it, please email us at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. Please, 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 we would love it if you would join our Facebook group, the Cheer Up Podcast, and join that community of people who are sharing together, growing together, and just enjoying life together. This is a journey of joy, and we are so glad that you are on it with us. Head over to carearhunt.com and check out the um, two books, Paper Dolls and Kite, that she has. Again, they'll make great Christmas gifts. And head over to sherryswalwell.com. One of the best ways that I think to step into the the Christmas season and then get ready for the new year is to make a decision to 
to make a commitment to yourself to grow your relationship with God. And one of the ways that God has has given to me to help encourage you to do that is I started a monthly membership called Jesus in the Everyday. Head on over to my website, check out the details, email me if you have questions. I'd be happy to talk to you and see if this is one way that you want to commit to yourself, a gift that you want to give to yourself this season to grow your relationship with God deeper and to have that encouragement and that inspiration to help combat the negative messages that we are given every single day to help combat and reduce the stress in your life. Again, head over to my website and look up Jesus in the Everyday. You can um, look at the description on the homepage and you can click on the link for more details as well. But it's a great way to invest in yourself. It's a great way to invest in your relationship with God. And it's a great way to end this year and start 2023 strong. Have a great, wonderful rest of your week this week and come back next week for um, our new series in December. We'll talk to you later.